Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounded out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And we have a lot of stories to cover today, but before we do that, we got to talk about me. Yeah, uh, of course. Because uh, I, I did a lot <laughs> since our last uh, episode of the World of Boating. I traveled to the U.K., I was a boater. I probably did more boating than Barry and Mike combined. You think that's even possible, even though <laughs> Mike the Mariner is sitting at the helm of his boat as we speak? Well, if he stayed on the boat mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks, then I'm sorry to say that you lose that bet. What do you mean? Well, I don't think he did. Yeah. yeah did you uh, overnight on your vessel? Uh, we will tonight. Okay. Uh, well, see, I overnighted. No, we, we've been, uh, you know, we still. on a. Uh, ri- I overnighted on a river cruise for an entire week in the U.K. and cruised down yeah. the Rhine well, River. Just because they locked you in the brig for a week for uh, <laughs> yeah, carrying well, counterband. Well, that, that's a whole different issue. But, you know, yeah. we've had this discussion many times uh, before. Uh, does cruising on a cruise ship make you a uh, boater? And the uh, World of Boating crew has overwhelmingly said no. But I uh, took it a step further today because I went to chat GPT. Because I, I say it's not true. I say that if you go on a cruise ship, that uh, why not? You, you're still technically, you're on a boat. Uh, it's a cruise ship, sure. Are you a shipper? No, you're a boater. You're on a boat. I mean, you're a passenger. And, yeah, well, you're a passenger, but you're also a boater in a sense. So uh, to put this to rest once and for all, I asked ChatGPT <laughs> this question. Can I consider myself a boater if I go on a cruise? A cruise ship, big mega cruise ship. Now, this river cruise was much smaller, so I think that gives me more credit. But this is what ChatGPT came back with as the answer. While taking a cruise ship may be fun and enjoyable, it's important to note that being on a cruise ship alone does not necessarily make you a boater in the traditional sense. I am very non-traditional, just for the record. Oh, oh so now you're backpedaling. Uh- no, I'm just uh, stating uh, the facts You're here. You're stating the facts, right? ChatGPT goes on to say a boater typically refers to someone who actively engages in recreational boating activities such as sailing, yachting, and operating smaller watercraft like motorboats, sailboats, or personal watercraft. These activities usually involve navigating and controlling the, invest, uh, controlling the uh, vessel, uh, understanding basic seamanship, and being familiar with boating safety protocols. However, <laughs> which means Greg or does not qualify drinks. for any But listen, that. listen. No, okay, they, he, 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 chat GPT goes on. Cruise ships, uh, however, are large passenger, passenger vessels designed for leisure travel and operated by professional crews. Passengers on a cruise ship typically have limited involvement in the actual operation and navigation of the ship. Okay, so all that's fine. But at the end, here ChatGPT says, if you have a strong interest in boating and actively participate in recreation, recreational boating activities outside of cruise ship vacations, you certainly 
can consider yourself a boating enthusiast or someone who enjoys boating as a hobby. Just keep if in mind you participate uh, that a cruise ship <laughs> alone does not necessarily <laughs> qualify you as a boater in the traditional <laughs> sense. So oh. I'm a boater in the non-traditional <laughs> sense is what yeah, ChatGPT is saying. So in a, a sense, in, 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 in a sense, we're both right. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So there you go. We finally put that uh, argument to bed. You are 5% out of 95% correct. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> what I heard is I'm right, and that's yeah. what I'm going with. But, <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I spent a week in Europe, uh, boarded a uh, riverboat cruise down the Rhine River in Switzerland, and ended up in Amsterdam. Uh, we cruised through, huh. you know, uh, Germany and France and uh, saw tons of stuff. And, and I will say, you know, I think doing a river cruise does make you more of a boater than going on one of the big mega cruise ships. Because the river cruise uh, ships, uh, you know, they, they cater to like 200 people tops. These are small. Huh. They're, they're, you know, sleek, long, and slender so they can fit down under all the, you know, bridges and and get in get into the locks in these rivers in the UK and stuff. So they're much much smaller. They're not like these traditional mm. cruise ships you see in the Caribbean and and oceans around the world. Wait, so, wait, so wait. you did a you did a cruise in in Switzerland and in England? Yeah, well, started in Switzerland in Basel, okay. Switzerland. You get on the boat there, and then you uh, hop on the boat and cruise down the Rhine River, and that takes you through uh, France, Germany. It kind of borders. Uh-huh. You know those uh, countries, and then you end up in Amsterdam. And, yeah, but uh, the, the UK is on the other side of the channel. Well, so I, I meant I didn't mean UK. I meant Europe. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. Rhine so River. Mike I and misspoke. I were saying, See, this is how much he's not a boater because he doesn't even <laughs> navigate properly. Hey, it's the water. What do you want from me? Come on now. Five so, percent correct. That's all we're. <laughs> that's all we're striving for. So uh, that's all that matters. Yeah. This is something that my wife and I have talked about that. I've been on, I did work on cruise ships in the Caribbean and, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people enjoying that's great. You can have mm-hmm. a lot of fun on them, but right. I do like the idea of a river boat, either a paddle boat up and down the Mississippi or what you went on over in Germany. Yeah. How many deck? I mean, tell me about this, uh, this well, they're, ship they're, that you go on. Once again, these are much, much smaller. They're small and, and slender and kind of torpedo like looking boats. And they all look the same. They have to abide by a certain dimension there on the Rhine River and all these uh, rivers throughout Europe because they got to fit in these these locks that are staggered throughout the uh, uh, the the cruise uh, cruising of the those river waterways. Matter of fact, we probably went through like fifty to a hundred of them throughout the week. A lot of them. It was pretty wild to see so, you pull in the lock and then you could just uh, look out the window and watch the thing sink. You know, by 20 to 50 mm-hmm. feet, depending on the lock. It was wild. It was like a, do, a theme park ride or something. Yeah. Do they serve bagels when you go with these locks? <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I did, have, uh, I did have salmon, smoked salmon every morning, though. Uh, so that it is was, good. It was good. The food was awesome. But, uh, but getting back to the boat, there you, you know, our boat was like, uh, had like three levels to it. Uh, maybe four. Uh, the you know three passenger Total, levels. Yeah, oh, three passenger and then yeah, it's only three levels, yeah. and you know it, it is much much smaller than a typical cruise ship. But but you know you go to a different port every single day, so you literally are just using the boat to uh, eat and sleep each night, and then they cruise 
to the next port and then you get off and go do a tour through, you know, this uh, city in Germany or whatever the case or France or wherever you happen to be uh, mm-hmm. uh, anchored up at. And, and the kicker to this thing, too, the, the ships, like I said, almost look identical. There's different brands. We're on a, a cruise ship brand called Avalon. Which, you know, you probably have seen ads for, like, you know, the Viking River Cruises is just yes. like those. This one uh, has a reputation of maybe being a step above that, uh, possibly, depending on who you talk to. But but they all look, the kind of, you know, very similar as far as the boats. But they raft up against each other at these ports because there's only so much space. So it's, it's like going to a oh, sandbar yeah. party or something. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. and next thing you know, you pull up to uh, a dock there in Germany and... You're the first boat in. They anchor the, you know, they they uh, move up to the dock and and fasten the boat to the dock. Next thing you know, another river cruise comes up, uh, uh, sets up next to them, and they'll do three, four deep. And so the people wow. to get off and boy, you know, their their boats have to go through the other vessels. And we had to do that several <laughs> times throughout the week. It was pretty wild how they do it, but they wow. got it down to a science. And it worked. So, for so so two things. So the only thing you did was to eat and sleep. On this boat, how and how long have you been married? Well, what, what do you mean? I mean, you were there. <laughs> what are you, what are you getting at? Barry? And the only two things you did was eat and sleep on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's what happens yeah, when you get yeah. older. You just yeah. uh, you keep so. my personal life out of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> you son of a. Wait a minute. So, if you're <laughs> why are you even curious? Exactly. About what is wrong with you, Barry? I just wanted to see what happens. Yeah, I bet old. you wanted to see yeah. what happens. <laughs> you sick little puppy. All right, right, look, we got more coming up on the World of Bone. We'll get on track. Oh, oh, by the way, I I got a birthday coming up, too. So it's going to be a celebratory type of show today. Uh, Deal with it. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Java screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we now return to night boat the crime solving boat faster night boat we've got to catch those starfish poachers you don't have to yell michael i'm all around you Oh no, the headed for land. We'll never catch him now. Incorrect. Look, a canal. Oh, night boat, go! Oh, every week there's a canal. Or an inlet. Or a fjord. Quiet! I will not hear another word against the boat. I was young, I was dry, but to sail I would go. One hour on the water, I was soaked down below. Though I tried, I couldn't hide from my mother's piercing view. But all she would say was, a big boy like you. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick is not with us today. He's taking a break uh, this week. So uh, we got Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner rounding out the crew. I just got back from a Rhine River cruise in Europe. Uh, It was pretty amazing. Uh, Just maybe a little bit higher percentage of a boater. Uh, I'm going to take every credit I can when I have, uh, you know, when I'm out on the water. Every element uh, counts according to ChatPT, ChatPT, ChatGPT. There we go. (laughs) That one easy for you to say, right? So every day you would, you would, you would, what they would move at nighttime, and then the next morning you already docked to the new. Well, spot. So it, it depended on where we were. Sometimes they cruise during the day. Sometimes you know at, at night. It, it just depend because you know they could cruise while we're having dinner or lunch as well, Barry. So we had hmm. uh, there was one section of the Rhine River where we went through the uh, like valley of the uh, valley of the castles. Or something they called oh, it, wow. or Canyon of the Castles, something like that. Mm-hmm. That was wild. So, like every you know half mile or so, there'd be this massive castle on the waterfront or up on the hill. It was it was really uh, intense. Uh, very and you get cool to stuff. tour these places, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them we did. Yeah, yeah. Drink a lot of beer, eat a beer. lot of cheese in Switzerland. Beer. You know? Oh, and, you must have. <laughs> what? I feel sorry for your honey then. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why he's so focused on uh, my on, better half? Uh, uh, I'm very only concerned about this. I know what torture she would have had with you, beer and cheese. Yeah, well, sixty years <laughs> going strong. There you go. Yeah, I'll so, bet you yeah. were going strong. <laughs> okay. okay, don't light a match. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, when you're in Germany, the one thing I did learn, like when you're driving on a highway, like when we were being chartered around in these uh, motor coaches, go real fast. No, no. When you, you when you're on the autobahn. Right? Right? Yeah. There's a sign that says yeah. Osfot. And that is really? exit. That's the exit sign is Osfot. <laughs> now you've just learned a little That's German. Funny. There you go. Yeah. Are you, do you feel, yes. Are you you feel enlightened <laughs> now, Barry? You seem stunned by that. You, no, my uh <laughs> my father's family's from Germany, so Okay. Well now you know. I've heard it before. <laughs> I actually picked up one of the signs. I thought that was so hilarious. I'm gonna take one of these signs. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I got oh, it that here in the been an international world of boating incident. studio. Yeah, it's right yeah, above yeah. the uh, exit door here of the world of boating uh, <laughs> studio. <laughs> Osfot. So there oh, you go. One country you know. where, where someone was arrested for taking some, was North Korea. That's right. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They celebrated yeah. in Germany. Uh, at least oh, it seemed they to. expect you to steal their yeah. stuff. Okay, you know that and the wooden <laughs> shoes there in Amsterdam. You know the old Dutch thing. We did all kinds of crazy stuff. Now, Amsterdam. I heard there's a nice area over yeah, there. Yeah, they got great brownies, by the way. Okay. Uh, but that's a whole nother yeah. different story. Uh, but but it's you know it's that part of the world if you can travel to it is is very fun for us uh, U.S. folks. So I, you know, it was a bucket list kind of trip for, for me and the missus, and uh, we thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend it. I think that is a ideal way to see uh, that part of the world, especially in a condensed form. You know, it's not, you know, it'd be great to be able to stay in some of these areas a little longer than we did, but, you know, to just kind of get a little taste, uh, pretty remarkable. Pretty and this cool was stuff. in celebration of your uh, your pending birthday. Is that what? Well, that was? you know, we rolled a bunch of stuff: anniversary, yeah. you know, birthday. You know, this is a cool. big trip. It wasn't, uh, yeah. you know, this is one of those bucket list kind of things. So I mean, you know, cool. they can get kind of pricey. It, he's, yeah, he's going to be sixty, so he's downhill. Two thirds <laughs> of the way done. You yeah. know, maybe another third yeah. left. Right, so. I don't sixty think and about still that. sexy. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to think too much about that. I'm turning double nickels later this month. So, ah, okay. You know, well, see, uh, we're, we're still in formation. Hey, we're still kicking. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, just for the record, Barry's the oldest. We found that out right before the show. Here, I thought all these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I looked good for my age. But look at Barry. I mean, pfft. yeah, I thought you were. <laughs> I did. I thought Barry was younger than me, and I was like, well, as long well, as I don't look as bad as Barry. Five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to stay warm. Okay. He's well-preserved, evidently. (laughs) That's right. All right. Well, uh, enough about me. Uh, Let's talk about some of the boating news and information that we have to navigate. Mike the Mariner pulled up a couple stories. Uh, The first Mm -hmm. one, kind of talking about how the, uh, I don't know, how the boating industry has been doing so far, or or what what do you think there, uh, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. On on Business Wire, Mm -hmm. uh, it's a Berkshire Hathaway publication uh there was an article uh about uh the state of the voting industry and i think you know it it actually um plays out exactly how we thought you know there was a major major jump in uh boat production boat uh sales uh during the pandemic as everybody knows right right right. and and everybody thought it was going to crash it would just come to a you know to an end Mm -hmm. but the fact is what it really did is it did normalize in in 2022 versus 2021. It came back down of uh, about 15 yeah. percent um, over the previous year, but it really leveled out to a sustainable growth rate compared to the years prior. So it really just means to me uh, that the the boating industry is still healthy mm-hmm. and uh, still and and the underlying um, metrics and the underlying demand. Uh, we're boating as a lifestyle and and uh, it is still there which yeah I think is we're great. not losing them all i mean that i think right. like you said uh there was this prediction that as soon as people get back out there into the real world get through the covid thing and we get back to normal the you know boat sales are going to drop through you know drop through the the basement there and and we're going to see a mm-hmm. serious pullback but so far we haven't seen that i mean it's right. pulled back some but not nearly to the level as some of the doomsayers uh, have have uh, predicted now 
who knows what's right. happening six months from now, but at least we are not seeing mm-hmm. it yet. And uh, that that's right. a good sign for the boating industry uh, overall, and I think that's good for everybody, right? Right, right. I mean, you would you would think, and a lot of people were predicting that the 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 the, the hundred and seventy billion dollar boating industry, you know, after the pandemic demand faded, would literally come back down to below pre pandemic levels, but it didn't. It leveled mm-hmm. out above pre pandemic levels, and well, we never and is, mentioned that here. We just said it may drop down to a more normal, sustainable, which you're saying it's what's happening. Well, we're yeah. we're but, always right, Barry. We're not talking about yeah, us. We're, we're talking uh, about the we were the ones, yeah, naysayers. we were the correct ones. But yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you were looking at it, you know, a lot of people were comparing it to like uh, the housing bubble that there was going to be just a, a complete drop off, and you know, so many boat uh, boat manufacturers were making some pretty major investments in expanding their factories. At the beginning of the pandemic, and there was a lot of talk about, wow, what's going to happen when the capacity is, you're so far over capacity. But the fact is, uh, it it looks like they made the right call. There you go. And uh, maybe even Florida's doing even better. We'll talk about that next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast the word ship is hidden inside the word leadership as its derivation so If this office is, in fact, a ship, as its leader, I am the captain. But we're all in the same boat. Aye, aye, Captain. Captain, please, can you see my fire? Message in a bottle, starboard side. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Okay, so uh, Florida, on top of uh, all this good news that we've uh, covered already about the boating industry and, you know, as a whole, is doing pretty good, despite some of the predictions that we're going to see the bottom fall out after the COVID uh, bump or bubble. Mm -hmm. Uh, Florida solidified its place as the top state for boating in the U.S., 
with over a million registered boaters, according to the Florida Wildlife Commission. So uh, we're, yeah. we're riding high now. I, you know, is that a blip? Is that a a trend? I mean, Florida, you know, kind of opened up earlier than a lot of the other states. I mean, maybe that's part of it. Who knows? But uh, I guess, you know, might as well take that torch and run with it at this point. What are you shaking your head for, Barry? Why? Well, you said opened up. Um, Florida never really, as far as going out and doing things, you could always go. That That's what drove a lot of these boating sales is people wanted to be able to get out. Right. And the rules essentially were, you know, you can't be around other people. So yeah. they went out and bought boats. And then went out and did a bunch of, you know, raft ups and hanging out at the sandbars. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so, that, so we benefited from that in Florida. That's my point. Well, That's we benefit because we're surrounded by water. And we it's year-round boating season. Year-round boating. It's yeah. intercoastal. It's all these canals and, right. and but, other areas. Mike? I'll tell you, what, one of the weirdest things that I ever saw during the pandemic was a rule they put in place. I don't know if it was statewide, but it was on the St. John's River. That if you were on a sandbar or an area that uh, we call the Redneck Riviera, which is Fort Florida, it's a beachy area on the on the river, boats had to remain ten feet apart. <laughs> right, <laughs> because of the pandemic. Uh, well, you yeah. didn't want your boat to get COVID, you know. Well, of course, a mask on it. Yeah, yeah. They, but they actually patrolled the area to verify that boats were staying apart. Uh, it was the craziest thing. I'd ever yeah, get seen. out the tape measure and measure each boat. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, but, but I mean, that obviously could have uh, played in, uh, played a part in Florida being the best or, well, reaching over a hundred or a million uh, registered voters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Florida's doing good. The industry's doing good. Like I said, let's take it, at least for now. Yeah. And, you know, if things start turning down here in six months, who knows? And, you know, yeah. predicting the future well, is always the challenge, but uh, we'll take what we can get at this point. Yeah. But, but but boating and any yeah but boating and any of that stuff that you do has to do with having excess money to afford to do that it it is it's not so much a necessity it's more of a want well yeah uh, mm-hmm. and that you know true. if the boats are affordable and everything else is affordable then it'll continue to thrive which you know in florida it should be a perfect it should be a no no, nothing. I mean, no it, brainer. It just, you mean no brainer? Yeah. It's no part of no Florida. brainer. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't yeah. think that. What? Uh, what word. I? Second what I was? Th- no brain. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Thank you very much. <laughs> what I was? <laughs> it's okay, uh, Barry. It happens you. to all of us in our senior That's years. That's right. You're you're catch, <laughs> you'll you may catch up one day. No, I doubt um, it. no. There not are me. some. Yeah. There were some states that had much bigger increases from twenty 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 to twenty twenty one. States that I didn't expect, but maybe it's because they didn't have as many boaters. Michigan was up 16% during that time span. Uh, Minnesota up 13%. California up 17%. And Wisconsin up 17%, where ours, Florida, was 3.7%. But again, in Florida, as you know, we have a lot of boaters to begin with. Yeah. Right. Well, in in, in those other states you mentioned, uh, we're much more restricted than we were in Florida as well. So they were, you know, I, I think it might be safe to assume that people were trying to escape on their boats and saw that right. as an option mm-hmm. uh, okay. even more and in that, that sense. Yeah. yeah. So, right. But usually the top three are Florida, Michigan, and California, right? Isn't that the, usually right. well, the top three for registered boaters in the U.S.? I'd have to look that up, but I was mm-hmm. just surprised at how much increase there was for California and Wisconsin. I mean, uh, Wisconsin? Uh, okay. 
Well, yeah, they got the Great that, Lakes. That, yeah, that's surprising. Well, as a percentage, maybe not. But I mean, yeah. when you look at like Dade County, there's you know seventy five thousand registered recreational vessels in in Dade County. I I could see where the growth rate in Florida would be lower just because the density's already there. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. like some of those others. Barry, what the, do you think? The the question will be is will the state invest enough to continue to increase the infrastructure and to maintain the the infrastructure that we have now to allow people to recreational boat, such as ramps, uh, places to park, uh, places to dock, sandbars, things like that, you know, mm-hmm. for these people to enjoy their boats. Well, maybe. Uh, it's a pretty big ocean. They, they they got a little bit more room out there. But, yeah, well, if the business is there, they'll, well, they're, I mean, they're- they'll build it. You know, if uh, if the money is driving um, the situation for more, you know, boat ramps and things like that, I think it, it's it'll yeah. happen one way or another. You think, Mike? What do you think? Yeah, I, I I do believe so. But there has been a drop in the maintenance of things like channels, you know, channel markers and mm-hmm. and uh, the the maintenance of areas that are shoaling and things like that. Particularly, you know, uh, on the river I'm on. Um, I, I've noticed that, and it's probably related to the fact that um, there are no more barges uh, delivering oil to the power plants that are down here because they've converted them to natural gas. So there's no commercial traffic anymore. So they they probably pay less attention to the uh, to the maintenance of the channels, right, uh, in areas like well, that. That would make sense for sure. All right. Well, uh, you know, like I said, overall, that that's uh, good news uh, for the industry, Florida. And uh, ultimately, down to the end, uh, boater. Because, you know, once again, when business is good, I think it just translates to better options for for you as a boater, whether you have a small little 17-footer like Barry the Boater or a 30-plus something like Mike the Mariner. So there you go. Uh, what, what other stories do we got on the on the docket there today, uh, uh, Barry? You were looking at, oh, well, some of the stuff that we got, got up on the World well, of Boating Facebook page. Yeah, if you go to the uh, World of Boating Facebook page, you'll uh-huh. find all the stories that we're discussing today, including some that are not on there that we're discussing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other ones are a little, uh, you know, we had talked about this before, about fishermen that got caught um, cheating in a fishing tournament. That that's pretty much goes hand in hand. Uh, yeah, well, fishermen, uh, he's right up there caught. with lawyers as far as uh, telling the truth, isn't it? Yeah, well, it I was guess this so. big. Uh, they, they, um, they. I think they pled guilty. Uh, who? Who are you talking about? The ones uh, who put the lead weights with, in it? Yeah, they put the lead weights and pieces of fish in uh, their fish. Yeah, and oh, um, yeah, this was a, a tournament that if they had won, it would have been I think around twenty seven thousand dollars. So I guess they were they had an incentive to try to win, but um, so they are going to spend at least ten days in jail. I believe it's really? six months of probation. Yeah, and they have wow. to forfeit their boat and trailer. That's pretty wild. I would not expect someone to to face jail time for putting lead weights in their fish in a fishing well, tournament. They were That's cheating the system. Well, I, I agree. It's cheating. They definitely got to be penalized. But ten days in jail—that seems well, a bit much to me. I don't know. Ten I days mean, of bologna sandwiches. It's not so bad. I was like uh, no fish for a year, or you mm-hmm. know, or they're banned from fishing. I don't know. It, it seems like you'd come up with something better. Well, I, I'm surprised they're getting jail time. Yeah, that just seems I mean, a bit it, much. It, it, it's that they have to forfeit their the fishing license will be suspended. What laws uh, are they violating? By the way, uh, uh, is there a law in Florida? Because that was Florida, wasn't it? 
No yeah. lead weights in uh, fish that you uh, catch in a tournament? Is that I a law? No, it says uh, Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament Director. So Okay, it's Lake Florida. Erie. So it's a, yeah. uh, that explains it. It's not Florida. No, that doesn't. That sounds like a Florida story. So I don't know. We'll dig deeper next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast come on please what are you standing around for here get on board get on board don't fret don't try to This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Okay, so these guys who cheated on the fishing tournament by putting lead weights in the fish and then, uh, you know, thinking that they won the tournament or they almost did, but they got caught. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and now they're facing 10 days in jail. 10 this days is serious. in jail. Yeah, they pled guilty to uh, one count of cheat- cheating, which is a felony, and one count of unlawful ownership of wild animals. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so One have, count of cheating uh, is a felony? According a felony. to who? According what to law is they, this? They live in. So they think about the money involved, though. I mean, well, I one, gr- it was like twenty-seven like grand. Yeah, twenty. Well, it's and, more than that. The yeah. boat that and a they, boat. The boat yeah. they had, they had won in a previous fishing tournament. So more likely than not, they may have cheated in that one too. Yeah, but they didn't and, get and, caught. Well, oh, that doesn't <laughs> make it right. Yeah. I oh, didn't say it made it right. Oh. I'm just saying they didn't oh. get caught. Yeah, right. So anyhow, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they had the jail sentence. The, the, excuse me, probation is going to be one and a half years. Uh, their fishing license will be uh, suspended for the next either two or three years, whatever the maximum allows. Uh, and, um, you know, mm. that's it. But I just, I'm just i just not familiar with this no uh, cheating rule in fishing tournament uh, as far well, as it being a law. Well, uh, think would about it. Someone... I mean, if you're going to have these tournaments and bring all these tourists in and people, professional fishermen, to actually compete in these things, it's not only great for them, it's great for the tourism, it's great for the state. Right. But would if it be a violation that... of maybe the agreement they agreed to abide by by participating in the fishing tournament? Like they well, viola- violated the contract is what I would think, but well, I don't know about the no cheating law. <laughs> I, just, I don't well, know. It just seems odd to I'm... me. What do you think, I'm Mike? I'm curious about. Well, I'm curious. What what was the the unlawful ownership of wild animals charge? Yeah. What was that? I, I don't, don't know. know. See, that's what it, I'm saying. I think there's more. Say. There's a little bit more to the story that we don't well, quite get. The I, fact that they think. pled guilty means that they were concerned that, that if they went to trial with this, uh-huh. the punishment could have been a lot harder. 
Well, oh, I'm yeah. sure that's the that's the case. So, there, there was something they, they got him on, but they, it's not just for cheating. It has to be some kind of. I, I just don't think there's a no cheating law. <laughs> I just that would put you put you in jail for ten days. Let's but find out. We can ship up our head boss, Greg, to a fishing uh, tournament. Stuff some lead weights in a fish for him and see if he uh, gets caught. No, no, I, I think we just come up with a more Make creative. A uh, why don't yeah. we come up with a more creative and uh, you know uh, probably more effective punishment as opposed to ten days in jail? Uh, maybe just you make them eat the fish that they cheated. Like, all right, you're going to have to digest those lead weights now. Good luck. Yeah, they'll just <laughs> poop them right out. Exactly, and that'll teach us. Uh, I bet sure. they'd never do it yeah. again if they had to do that, huh? Don't you think? Hey, uh, there was a quick uh, story is that on at least on May 9th, there was a boat and trailer sitting out off of uh, I-10 near College Drive in and, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So if anyone needed a boat and trailer, it was there. <laughs> it was just left there. On the it was highway. just left. Yeah. What, just, uh, <laughs> I'm done. Really? They just I'm said I, with this. <laughs> uh, they didn't want to sell it, didn't want to take it. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, place. something broke down or, it, you know, I didn't read through the whole story, but I just, you know, <laughs> that happens in Florida a lot. So really just people yeah. oh, just yeah. abandon their vessel. Oh, people just leave things everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They go past the uh, 1792 bridge here. There's four boats uh, just that have been either run up on shore or anchored out for months. Yeah. That are just derelicts just sitting there. Are any of them uh, floating still or no? Two, two, two are, and one is uh, one is up on the shore, and you can tell it it's sunk because the stern is underwater. But, right. Uh, the, yeah, the other boats are anchored. They're they're floating. But, well, uh, we, we may they're, need they're to derelict. call our uh, diving buddy there, uh, Barry, and have Jerry take one of those oh, Jerry, floating yeah. vessels. If it so floats. You know, and he, and he can get it for free. That's what he was looking for. <laughs> he got the yeah. thing and then uh, start with a hull that floats. And uh, then, you know, you live on it or whatever he wants to. That's what he thinks he can do. I told him that's a bad idea, I, my friend. I, but, I, uh, I, told him what, I told him what to do. I said, get an old houseboat on a barge and then pay for, what is it, three four $400 a month for dockage and you live on it. Well, and then get a little putt-putt boat. You know, yeah, like, actually, I think he, he even said, he goes, well, you know, I could just, uh, if I could find a little raft kind of thing, and I'll roll a trailer right on that and just uh, <laughs> launch it. He did not have a very well-baked out plan. He, he did think. not. Uh, so I, I've, I've deterred him so far from uh, pursuing that uh, line of thinking. But, yeah, uh, I, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's available to him if he wants to go there. I mean, evidently there's two boats there right there by Mike the Mariner. But, yeah, probably I've not the a, best I've way got, to go. Yeah. yeah. I've got two boats for sale here. I've got a Bertram uh, a, a Bertram 46 and a Heritage 44. Well, those are good sizes. How much are we talking? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, the the, the uh, heritage is uh, eighty four thousand. Okay, it's a nineteen eighty nine. The Bertram is one hundred and thirty five thousand, and it's a beautiful uh, Bertram forty six. Now right. remember, he said he was going to live on this, so he'd have to find mm-hmm. dockage for it and yeah. pay the monthly yeah. fee, which is probably right. cheaper than living in an apartment right now. Eh. Yeah. Uh, I think That's so. Them. Well, it, cheaper than an apartment, but still, uh, it ain't cheap. No, Especially but, a boat that big, you're going to be paying what j- just to where you are in Sanford. That, that's going to be what five hundred bucks a month at least, wouldn't it, for a boat that size? 
It, Mike? It's a little. It's, it's a little bit more than that. It's yeah. about uh, six. Uh, about six forty a month. Okay. But, Have you uh, priced out rentals lately? Well, yeah. I mean, of course, a rental would be a couple grand or fifteen hundred yeah. bucks to a couple grand. But still, that's uh, you're talking. You know, six hundred bucks on top of. Uh, everything else that you got to consider for the floating house as well there, yeah. mm-hmm. Barry. He wants so. to teach diving down here. Mm-hmm. He's found that Virginia not only gets cold during the winter, it's miserable. True. So he sees what it's like down here, and this is where he wants to well, be. Well, and, he, you know, in his defense, he thinks he can just hop on the boat, cruise out to some waterway, drop anchor, and not dock the damn thing anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he could. there, there are plenty of places he could just hook up to. You know, plenty of buoys out there, uh-huh. uh, fields that you can just tie your boat to and live off that. And if he's going to teach diving, he's still going to need another boat because he's not going to bring his 40-foot yacht everywhere he goes to teach people diving. Well, he get his little dinghy, boat. and then yeah. get a small boat as well. <laughs> See right. what I did there? <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, who knows? He might still do it, but I still don't think that'll be the way he should go. But, you know, people are going to do what they, you know, people are going to do. And uh, there's definitely options in that regard. But, you know, uh, when you look at uh, picking up something for free that you can just uh, roll a trailer on, you know, versus paying 85 grand for, you know, a floating luxury, you know, boat like uh, you're alluding to there, Mike. I don't know. I think the. The earlier option Maybe. is what Jerry is kind of inclined to look at, but I don't know. Yeah, what are you going to well, do? Well, that'll 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 consume him. <laughs> you go you go buy something for nothing. Uh, it's not for nothing because you get what you pay you for. Know, not, nothing will work, <laughs> right? Uh, right. Well, yeah, and plus, it won't be the kind of boat that I will want to come visit him on or sponge off of him. <laughs> And uh, Man, that's with, his plan. Of course it is. Yeah, you heard those two boat options there, Barry. Get on the yeah. line with uh, mm-hmm. Mike the Mariner after we uh, sign off and purchase one of those bigger vessels so we'll have something a little bit more luxurious sure. to dive off of in South Florida. Yeah. Yes, that'd be my birthday present that I request from Barry the Boater. What do you think? What do you, what do you say, Barry? Happy birthday to me. Uh, happy birthday. You could start your senior citizen discounts now. Okay, that wasn't the answer I was looking for, but we'll just leave it at that. Until <laughs> next time, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is better, is better as, a, as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.